Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Twins and Angels later. Pre-game show 7.30. First pitch after 8 o'clock from Anaheim. Twins won an important game Friday night. Shutting out the Angels 4-0. Terrific start on Friday night for Tyler Malley. They really needed it. Uh, he and the bullpen combined on a four-hit shutout. Ten shutout of the year for the Twins. They remain a game and a half uh, behind Cleveland. We'll check those Major League scores in a moment. Uh, the Vikings open the preseason. Uh, they will be in Las Vegas to take on the Raiders and covering for the Pioneer Press and online at TwinCities.com. Chris Thomas and Chris, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the time. Hey, thanks for having me, Steve. Really appreciate it. Uh, quarterback controversy ahead of preseason game number one. Kirk Cousins out, not feeling well. Ultimately, Tez positive for COVID-19. And you would expect in the preseason for the Vikings to sort out who's going to be the number two guy behind Cousins, and we get an early look tomorrow. Yeah, both uh, quarterbacks are going to play plenty tomorrow. I was told earlier today that Sean Mannion's expected to start, but regardless, both of them are going to play plenty tomorrow. We still don't know how much we might see Kirk Cousins at all this preseason. I mean, if he plays at all, it would seem to one would think that it'd be the San Francisco game, which is uh, next Saturday, the one home game, but we'll just have to find out next week and make sure he's back after testing positive for a COVID. He uh, is expected, barring any complications, to be back at practice Tuesday. Yeah, and Chris, going into this season, quite clear, Kirk Cousins, the number one, uh, the, the, the the Vikings and the new regime are, are solidly behind Cousins, but, you know, who the backup is, there, there's certainly some question, and the one thing you can say about Kirk Cousins, he has been very durable in his career. Uh, if, if anything stands out, it, it's that fact. He he does generally answer the bell. Yeah, since he's been a regular starter, starting with 2015 with Washington, he's never missed a game due to injury, and that's the last seven seasons. Uh, he was rested in the 2019 finale when they had their playoff positioning sewed up and Sean Mannion started and then you of course had week 17 at Green Bay last week last year when he was on the COVID list and so those are the only two games he's missed since he's been with the Vikings since 2018 but uh, yeah and the interesting thing is he's never really even been close to missing a game there's never been a situation like 
during the week. Cousins is banged up. Will he play? Won't he play? You know, he is, he's listed as questionable or something along those lines. No, he's never even come close to missing a game due to injury. Yeah, uh, so Mannion and Mond. Mond, uh, a youngster, and uh, fell out of favor. You know, Mike Zimmer clearly wasn't a fan of Kellen Mond, and it really didn't keep it a secret. But now the new regime, Kevin O'Connell and company, are going to give him another look. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously under contract uh, for three more years, including this one coming up, and they're going to give him a long look. But, uh, you know, I think when they re-signed Sean Mannion last spring, they were thinking at the time that he'll be the backup quarterback because they guaranteed about a million bucks for him. And if they were thinking of just dispatching him, I don't think they would have done that. I mean, you know, Sean Mannion, I mean, you look at his career, probably he's probably, as an NFL backup, he's below average, but you at least know what you're going to get from him. And he does know the system well because uh, this is kind of the Sean McVay system, and he was with McVay with the Rams for uh, 17 and 18, uh, McVay's first two years with the Rams. So he knows the system well. And Mon, I mean, it's the great unknown. So that's there's a lot of curiosity, obviously, about what he's going to do in the preseason. I mean, he wasn't very good in the last preseason, but when I talked to him in May, he said when he got COVID last August and was on the list for 10 days, he lost about 10 pounds and said he lost strength. It was never himself during the entire season. So it doesn't appear he'll have any excuses this preseason, so we'll see how he looks. Chris Tomlinson joining us from the Pioneer Press, covers the Vikings. It'll be the Vikings and the Raiders tomorrow afternoon from Sin City. And uh, Chris joining us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. Any other story games, preseason game number one of three, uh, they're kind of moving out of uh, – uh, th- that mode of getting their feet wet in the season. And, and really, if anything else, the preseason kind of ushers in a more typical rhythm where you, you get a game, you return, you, you you look at film, you go back to practice, game plan for the next one. Now, I know the game planning isn't the same in the preseason, but nevertheless, now it, it starts to take on more of the rhythm of the regular season, if you will. Yeah, and I think they liked this week because it's their only Sunday preseason game. They don't play many Sunday preseason games, so they could kind of approach it like a regular week. So uh, I think they kind of liked it from that standpoint. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think I'm most interested tomorrow in seeing the rookie defensive backs, Lewis Seen and Andrew Booth Jr. I mean, I expect both of them are going to play plenty, and uh, I think that's probably the most intriguing thing in addition to the quarterbacks that uh, I'll be looking for tomorrow. Yeah, it, it, the, the meaning in these are, are the veteran guys trying to find a job, but more importantly, the youngsters that are trying to find their place in the squad and where they fit into the grand scheme of things going forward. Uh, we already talked about Kirk Cousins, but you know the idea that Justin Jefferson or Adam Thielen or Dalvin Cook or Daniil Hunter or Zadarius Smith or Harrison Smith are, are going to play snaps tomorrow, they're not. 
Yeah, I've got no indication that the veteran uh, starter types will see action or or much at all. But, uh, yeah, it's mainly for the young people. And, uh, you know, I mentioned the two defensive backs. And then also Ed Ingram, the rookie right guard. I'm sure they want to get a good long look at him tomorrow. I mean, he's the rookie of the three top picks who has the best chance of starting. He's been running with the first team the last two practices heading into this preseason game. So, uh, you know, Jesse Davis, he's battling, but he's missed some time with his bulky right knee. And uh, I think Ed Ingram's definitely got a decent chance of uh, seizing that job. And, Chris, you've been on the beat and, and, you know, covered this team day in, day out, month in, month out. And it's extraordinary to me that, you know, going into this campaign again, offensive line is is one of those things that, you know, the the club and and fans rightfully have reason to be concerned about because Garrett Bradbury in the middle and and who's going to, you know, fill out those five key spots that are going to protect Kirk Cousins and give him time to throw the ball downfield and ultimately create holes for Dalvin Cook. Yeah, excellent point in bringing up Bradbury. I think center is probably more of a concern than right guard because they got a lot of potential options at right guard. They don't have many options at center. I mean, Bradbury has been up and down throughout his career. He's entering his fourth season. He put on 10 pounds during the off season to better handle physical nose tackles, but it doesn't look like that has helped a lot. And he's still having some issues with pass protection, but then again, who's the alternative? I mean, I don't think Austin Schlottman, the guy who's listed on the depth chart as the number two center is a viable starter. Chris Reed is a veteran lineman. He's a possibility, but he's been pretty much a guard most of his career, has never started a regular season game at center. So that's another thing to watch for tomorrow is whether Chris Reed is going to get snaps at center. And, uh, Chris, another one, uh, Viking fans, they do travel. I'm I'm not sure they're on par with Steelers fans, but uh, Viking fans do travel, and there are a lot of Viking fans uh, scattered around the country, and, and they do show up. I mean, that's got to be impressive. We all know, you know, Chicago, Green Bay, there's a fair amount of Viking fans, or even in Detroit in division games. But, um, you know, they Viking fans get out on the road, don't they? Yes, and I can confirm that. My plane <laughs> this morning on Sun Country was filled with Viking right. fans. And uh, yeah. I will say there's more Viking fans going to Las Vegas than uh, – Maybe Buffalo, where they've played several preseason games in recent yeah. years. So, yeah, there'll they'll be a lot of uh, purple around Las Vegas tonight, I would imagine. And really a brilliant move for the NFL, if you think about it. They, they, they got the stadium they wanted, um, and the, the, the Raiders move in there for Oakland. Feel bad for Oakland and Oakland Raiders fans and in the Bay Area. But for the NFL – and really for Las Vegas, it is another attraction. And when visiting teams, not only in division in, in the AFC West, but, but when they play other clubs from around the NFL, they're going to say, hey, we, we can go to Vegas, have fun this weekend, and oh, by the way, catch an NFL game. I mean, it, it is brilliant for the city itself. It's just one more attraction. 
Yeah, I remember going way back when, when everybody thought that maybe the NBA would be the first team in Las right. Vegas. The Utah Jazz used to play games in Vegas. If you recall, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar broke Will Chamberlain's all-time scoring record in Las Vegas. But uh, David Stern was never fully on board with that. And now, as crazy as it seems, the NBA, if they ever get to Las Vegas, might be the last to arrive. Obviously, we have hockey, then football, and there's talk about the Oakland A's possibly moving here. So, uh, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if in 10 years or so, Las Vegas has uh, teams in all four major sports. Yeah, just just another attraction for the visitors to do. Not necessarily the largest city in the world, but uh, certainly we, we, a city built on attractions, having big league sports uh, fits into the mix. And one NFL game a week or, you know, eight, eight home games a year or potentially playoffs, uh, just another draw for all those uh, hotels on the Strip. Well, Chris, good to visit with you. Thanks so much for the time, and uh, hopefully we can do it again soon. All right, really appreciate it, Steve. Thanks. All right, Chris Thomason, who covers the Vikes uh, for the Pioneer Press online at TwinCities.com. And he's reporting uh, Sean Mannion expected to start. Kellen Mond will get plenty of snaps as well. Kirk Cousins not available. Uh, fell ill, left, uh, tested positive for COVID-19. So by rule, has to be quarantined for five days by NFL rule and uh, should be back at practice if all goes well next week. It is 520 here at News Talk, E3-O-W-C-C-O. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's gonna go! Alvarez ties the game! Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 24 here on a Saturday. News talk, K3OWCCO. A little autumn in the air Friday and Saturday. Honestly, I'm not ready for it. I mean, it, it it's great to do chores and get work done outside. I, I get that, but I, I, I'm fine with the warmth for a little while. You know, get me to the middle of September before we get the real cool stuff. And, and I know it's not cold. I, I, I'm not particularly complaining, but um, I, I, I'd rather... I'd rather have sun in 80s at the moment. Twins get a little good news because the Blue Jays beat the Guardians in a matinee today. 2-1 to one the final. The Twins sit one game back and 
could pull to within a half game with a win over the Angels tonight. Uh, the other final in the big leagues, the Braves beat the Marlins 5-2 to two over in the NL, and the Braves trying to chase down the New York Mets in the NL East. Uh, one game in progress, the Orioles in the race, and Tampa Bay leads at 6-2 to two down in St. Petersburg. The Orioles have been really one of the great turnaround stories in Major League Baseball. And even though their management at the trade deadline still traded off players, uh, the Orioles continue to be a surprise, and they are in the wild card mix. So so good for the Orioles. Um, now, it worked out for the Twins uh, to pick up a, a closer in the deal, but you, you got to have a feel for Orioles fans. It's been a tough go of it as of late. All the other action in the big leagues coming up tonight, including that Twins game. And our pregame show begins at 7.30, first pitch just after 8 o'clock. Dylan Bundy will be on the mound for the Twins tonight. And another important start. And Tyler Malley did a really good job last night, going six innings, turn it over to the bullpen. They shut out the Angels on four hits last night. And now it's Bundy's turn. And uh, pick up another half game with a win tonight and move to within a half game of first place. They took over first in April and earlier this week fell out of first place, and now they're trying to get back on track. And this is a good stretch of games for the Minnesota Twins. And what's exciting about it is is that they got some home cooking. They got the Royals and Rangers coming up in the next homestand. And in this 10-game stretch, including the three games with the Angels, 7-3, and 8-2, you think in those terms, and then all of a sudden... You get close to state fair time, and the Twins are probably back and first if they go on a little bit of tear and take care of business of teams like the Angels, Royals, and Rangers. Uh, Sorting out where things stand in the WNBA playoffs. Once again, Minnesota on the road at Connecticut tomorrow. Uh, The Lynx got blown up by Seattle last night at Target Center on Sylvia Fowles' night. So now they have to win on Sunday. That would put them at 15-21 and 21 on the season. But the key is they need either number 8 New York, who at the moment are 15-20, and 20, they need to lose to the Atlanta Dream tomorrow, or Phoenix at 15-20 and 20, need to lose to the Chicago Sky. So... Once again, it's simple. Win at Connecticut, and then you need help from either Phoenix or New York uh, to get into the playoffs. Only two teams have been eliminated, the L.A. Sparks and the Indiana Fever. And the Fever, they were eliminated in June. They're 15-29 and 29, uh, this season, so a long year there. But uh, uh, some way, somehow, the Minnesota Lynx still alive in the WNBA playoff picture going into t- t- tomorrow's game. Uh, against Connecticut. I, I think that game is on ABC tomorrow afternoon. It is 529 here at News Talk, E3OWCCO. Hey, the Loons, they get back at it after the All-Star break, and by all accounts, a very successful MLS All-Star week at Allianz Field. They will take on Nashville. Jerry Zagoda will join us from the Star Tribune uh, coming up at about 6.05 tonight. Around the corner, our good friend John Malay will join us from the Minnesota State High School League 
Uh, I've known John for a long time. Once upon a time, covered prep sports for the Star Tribune, and now as a media specialist with the Minnesota State High School League. And here we are, high school sports gearing up for the fall season. Volleyball, football, uh, girls swimming and diving, boys and girls soccer, uh, all uh, cranking up here soon. And before you know it, the games get started. They're coming up really quick. Uh, the football season, I can hardly wait. You know, I, I keep checking the calendar, and it's like, wow, high school football is coming up here really fast. It is the middle of August already. Time flies, and there is autumn in the air, and fall sports season here in the state of Minnesota gets started very shortly for the high schools. The Vikings are already at camp. The Gophers are getting ready for the upcoming football season. Well, the high schools get after it. Volleyball, football, all those other Fall activities crank up on Monday. John Millay joins us from the Minnesota State High School League. And John is well-rested and ready to put on a lot of miles on that Toyota Camry. You're right, Steve. It's good to talk to you about our favorite topic. And, yeah, I'll be in the car Monday, I think about, well, I'll be in the car maybe three, three and a half hours, getting to where I need to go and uh, for a day one practice and getting back home. So, yeah, I'm ready to rock and roll. Now, now, are you, are you going to stay in the Metro? Because I know you do put in a lot of miles. You're not afraid to travel to all four corners of the state. Yeah, I will. I will be out of the Metro. I'll be heading north. Uh, and I, my location will be undisclosed until I get there and I start tweeting. <laughs> but uh, it's, it's going to be it's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And and here we go. Really, one of the big stories. This uh, summer was the fact that Prep Bowl was moved. There was a lot of hand-wringing about it. Uh, the Vikings have a Thanksgiving game. Uh, traditionally, uh, Prep Bowl is played at the People's Stadium on Friday and Saturday. Uh, that is not the case. It's going to be a week later. Yeah, they've been moved back a week. Every other part of the football season is on schedule. It just means there will be two weeks between the state football semifinals at U.S. Bank Stadium and the Prep Bowl. And, and it's a rare thing. The Vikings and the New England Patriots are going to play Thanksgiving night with like a 7.30 p.m. kickoff. Uh, the production for this game is, is second only to a Super Bowl, I'm told. So by the time NBC gets everything they need to get out of there, it's going to be Friday afternoon. We normally start the Friday uh, prep bowl games at 10 a.m., so not only would NBC not be out of there, our local Channel 45 crew, which does such a great job of all these state tournaments, you know, they need about 10 or 12 hours to get set up. So games on Friday is not going to happen. Yeah. People ask, why don't you play Saturday, Sunday? Well, we, we don't do anything on Sunday. High school athletics in Minnesota, Sunday is a, is the no-go. And then another another option that was considered was having the games Saturday and Monday right after Thanksgiving. But the idea of football state championship games on a Monday, didn't that didn't strike anybody. So basically the stadium was available a week later, December 2nd and 3rd. It will impact kids who, are, who also are winter sports athletes, whether basketball, wrestling, hockey, whatever. But this is only going to impact 14 schools. And I think it's, I think it's going to be great. And, and the, one of the upsides for me is everybody gets to be home for Thanksgiving. Yeah, for these it, teams, yeah. for the for the teams from you know not close to the Twin Cities who are going to play a game on Friday at U.S. Bank Stadium, they get on a bus on Thanksgiving and get to town, check into a hotel, and I, I've seen a lot of these things. The parents, 
we'll put together a great Thanksgiving meal for everybody at the hotel, but it's not the same as being at home. So I, th- I think it'll be fine. It's basically a one-shot deal, and I, I think it's going to be uh, tremendous. I think you know the radio, the TV ratings, the attendance should be good. The Gophers play at Wisconsin that Saturday immediately after Thanksgiving, and then their regular season is over. And there should be fewer college football games that first weekend in December and maybe even more of a focus on the prep bowl game. Yeah, so it, it, it is a change, and that, that certainly made headlines. I think it'll work out just fine. We'll, 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 we'll do well with, with prep bowl that next weekend at U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, the, one of the things I heard for NBC in the Thanksgiving game is there is a long setup, and then they got to tear down, and they've got all the trucks. But I think one one of the other big challenges is, and and this is a bit of a cheap shot. I heard it takes hours to get Al Michaels' ego out of the building after one of those games. So that that's that's another. Sorry, just that to, was the voice just, of Steve Thompson. That yeah, was the voice was, of Steve Thompson. That was not John Millay. I'll take full credit for that cheap shot. No, uh, Al's that one of the good. great talents. I mean, hey. The, the the guy who did do you believe in miracles? Hey, uh, if if he if he wants to have a big ego, that's fine by me. Um, but but John, onto the season itself. I I've kind of entered my annual tradition of of uh, begging for games on local cable television and streaming services right now. So I, I'm still trying to formulate my schedule and what that'll look like. So um, yeah, I'm keeping and, my fingers crossed. Someone will give me a gig here coming up. There you go. Let's go. Let's get Steve Thompson a gig despite his <laughs> Al Michaels-sized ego. Let's go. Yeah, you know, Steve, there weren't many positives from the pandemic, but one is that schools basically started streaming games when the crowds yep. were limited, you know, and now I don't know. If it, I can't off the top of my head name one high school in Minnesota that doesn't have some form of streaming for its athletic contest and its plays and concerts, whatever. So, yeah, that's a huge thing now. That, that's a one dividend, anyway, from the pandemic. So it's pretty easy to uh, to pick those up. And, yeah, there's a lot of talented broadcasters like yourself out there yeah. who, who can do a great job on those events. Yeah, and, you know, community television's been at it for a long time, and there's a lot of great services in the Twin Cities area and beyond and a lot of streaming services. So uh, th- that gears up as well. And one of the things you and I have talked about, you know, Football gets a lot of attention, uh, but volleyball in this state continues to grow. It gets bigger and bigger, and I've noticed it now for a number of years. You you get a volleyball match in a weeknight, there's really nice crowds in gyms all over the Twin Cities and all over the state of Minnesota. Volleyball is a big deal. It's one of my favorite state tournaments now in the fall at the Axel Energy Center. Uh, Folks, don't forget about volleyball and get out and see – the kids play volleyball in your community because it is a phenomenal sport. Yeah, it's so much fun. The quality of play here is so oh. good, as we see by all these all these college kids going to play D1, D2, D3 volleyball. It, it, Minnesota is a hotbed of volleyball, and people around the country involved in volleyball are aware of that. There is nothing like getting into a gym when two really good teams are going to play. The pep band might be there. The student sections are just having a great time. And, yeah, it's it's really fun. Volleyball is such a fun sport. I'm going to be watching plenty of volleyball this fall. Yeah, 
Uh, so volleyball, football, cross country, boys and girls soccer. Of course, they have their state tournaments or state championships at uh, U.S. Bank Stadium as well. Uh, by by contract coming up, girls swimming and diving as well. They'll end up at uh, Freeman Aquatic Center over at the University of Minnesota. But uh, yeah, it is a great time of year. Here we go, John. Yeah, I've been trying to get everything done I need to do. i got to get some gas in the car. I might even wash the car. I mowed my lawn yesterday. Um, I put on Twitter this afternoon, you know, uh, a request from people to tell me, what are you doing? This is the last free weekend before we get going with high school activities. What are you doing? And I started it off by posting a photo of a uh, rug doctor. That's what my wife and I did this week, and we rented a rug doctor to clean carpets. There were other good photos on there. People on the boat, people, you know, whatever, doing little little things around the house. I wrestled a rug doctor this weekend. How did it turn out? Looks pretty Wait, good. Do the rugs it look brand like new? It. They well, they're they're not new. They're old, and they we have a cat that uh, we ah. we have some issues with this cat um, who sometimes doesn't uh, enjoy its food like it should. But uh, yeah, it looks pretty good. You know, I think it's all dry now. We kind of. Wrapped it up last night, and I took the rug doctor back to the grocery store. And Yeah, it was an exciting evening. The dog did not care for the rug doctor one bit. That's a noisy piece of equipment. <laughs> and our little dog did not enjoy that, but she survived it. Cat survived it. My wife and I did, too. So, yeah, I'm ready to go Monday, Steve. I'll be in the car, and away we go. Well, well not, now that you know the drill, um, what are you doing tomorrow? I, I, I'll rent if, you, if you're willing to come over and run it. Um, you don't want me doing me. that. Here's, here's the rug doctor. Here's how the rug doctor goes in our house. My wife does the actual operating of the rug doctor. I, I look at the instructions. I figure out what we need to do. We've got the upholstery tool. We do that. My job is to empty the tank of dirty water and then fill, fill the rug doctor with hot, clean water. She goes to town. She starts cleaning the rugs. I sit down. I have the easy job. You know, what am I talking about? All, right, All I so do is... I empty it and I fill it, and we do that about, I don't know, 15 times, and then we're done. Then I, I get it in the car and lug it back to the grocery store. You, you are the assistant, a rug doctor, I, if you will. I am not the bra- I am not the brains of any such operation. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Well, I, I guess I'll have to go in another direction uh, to get the yeah, rugs Good luck clean. with your carpets. All right, John. Maybe look Michael forward. Come over and help you out. Yeah. Well. <laughs> you know, I, Michael. Yeah, it, it was it was just a, it was just an easy cheap shot. My my apologies. Al Al's one of the great talents in the history of the business. Al can take it. No question. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm sure. Uh, John, always good to visit with you. Um, we we will do it again soon. Uh, safe travels, and uh, maybe we'll see you at a football game or a volleyball match this fall. I look forward to it, my friend. Thanks, Steve, for everything you do. All right, there he is, John Malay, Minnesota State High School League. They get to work, and a tip of the cap to all the coaches and all the officials that uh, make the games possible. And if you want to become a game official, because let's face it, we can't have games without officials, go to the High School League website, learn more. Uh, If you want to stay involved, great way to do it. Whatever uh, the sport, whatever the activity, uh, they need game officials. So go to... MSHSL.
org for more information. 13 minutes now in front of 6 o'clock. Uh, we'll come back, check the scoreboard. Twins get some good news. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians got beat by Toronto today. Uh, the Twins uh, game back could be a half game with a win over the Angels. Uh, we'll count it down to our pregame show at 7.30 tonight here on News Talk. E3O, WCCO. Twins and Angels on the radio tonight. Game two of the three-game set. Series finale tomorrow inside Twins at 2. Pre-game 2.30, first pitch after 3 o'clock. Then they fly home Sunday night and open a series with the Royals. And then the Rangers come to town. And Hall of Fame weekend next weekend. Ron Gardenhire, Dan Gladden, and the late Cesar Tovar will be inducted into the Twins Hall of Fame. Should be a fun weekend at the ballpark. Twins and Rangers next Saturday and Sunday. And we'll talk a little bit more about that Uh well-deserving, of course, Dan Gladden, big part of the world champion, 87 and 91 Twins. We all know about Gardy. And, of course, Cesar Tovar, uh, one, of the, one of the great versatile players in the history of the Twins. Once upon a time, played all nine in a game. Cesar Tovar getting his call to the Twins Hall of Fame next weekend. So that, that should be a lot of fun. And hopefully... We'll be able to do the show next Saturday from Target Field. We'll see how that plays out. But uh, that, that is the plan right now ahead of Game 3 of that four-game set uh, with the Rangers. Quick update, PGA Tour. Uh, first event of the FedEx Cup playoffs, it is the FedEx St. Jude. And during the telecast today on NBC, I just happened to have it on here in the studio, and they they had a flyover from a large FedEx cargo freighter. And I, I couldn't specifically tell the model of the plane, but it was a large twin-engine jet, and they did a flyover. And it was pretty low over the golf course. It, it was really impressive uh, to see that FedEx freighter flying over the golf course in Memphis. J.J. Spawn is your leader at 13 under par. Sepp Stratka, one back. Will Zalatoris, Trey Mullinex, Cameron Smith, the British Open champ at 11 under par. Rumors continue to fly that Cameron Smith is going to be leaving for the Live Tour. And he denied it and said, nope, um, I want to play in a President's Cup. And... I don't think the Live guys are going to be a part of of a President's Cup. So we'll, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, Troy Merritt, who played at Spring Lake Park, went on to Winona State, and ultimately Boise State, where he calls home. Uh, Troy Merritt at 10 under par. Tyler Duncan also at 10 under par. Merritt, 65, 65, 70 today. The one thing I'll say about Merritt's round today, a lot of missed opportunities. Uh, missed some short par putts. Missed a very makeable birdie putt on 18 today, but Merritt's still in the thick of it. Three back, tied for six, but more importantly for Merritt, uh, has jumped in the FedEx Cup standings at the moment from 64 to 33. So he's in really good shape. Uh, Obviously a win is huge to be able to get to East Lake and the Tour Championship in a couple of weeks. But... uh, Certainly would uh, be in great shape to play next week in the BMW Championship 
uh, the second step on the way to the Tour Championship and the finale. And they, they really wind down here pretty quickly. By the end of August, it's all over. The Tour Championship at East Lake, uh, the 25th through the 28th. So you're up to date on what's going on there. By the way, guys, uh, join us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. We still have Jerry Zagoda to come, who covers the loons for the Star Tribune. Uh, they will be on the road in Nashville after what was a very successful week uh, for the MLS All-Star Game at Allianz Field. So we'll get Jerry's thoughts on that and the club moving forward. And now it really kind of turns into the stretch drive in what is a very long season. Uh, the loons have certainly put themselves in a good spot uh, to play in the postseason. So so we'll get Jerry's thoughts on, on that. Maybe maybe talk a little golf as well with Jerry because he, he does cover golf as well for the Star Tribune and was very active at the 3M Open at the TPC of the Twin Cities. Quick update on the weather. Uh, there's autumn in the air. There's no doubt about it. We had some friends over. Uh, some of my wife's friends from high school, uh, a couple came in from Sioux Falls, uh, where she graduated from, and then uh, a couple of her high school friends live here in town, and we got together and went out on a short boat ride. A little chilly on the boat, but we are hardy souls and uh, had fun nevertheless. 72 now, northeast winds at 14 uh, here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis-St. Paul. For tonight, partly cloudy, maybe a little fog, and a lonier 59. And then tomorrow, patchy fog early, then partly sunny in 80. A uh, little fog again Sunday night into Monday. High Monday right around 81. Looks like it'll be pretty comfortable all week long. We'll have the news. We'll have the weather at 6 here on News Talk. E3-O-W-C-C-O. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. 